Hello everyone and welcome to another GameRack Quick Look. Today we're going to take a look at the Samsung Galaxy Book Pro 360. And you might be thinking, like diving into the deepest ends of your mind's eyes, blackest pools and think, we've looked at this laptop before. And we have. This is just the 5G version, meaning that there's a little slot here for a 5G SIM card. But a lot of people, to a lot of people, that matters a great deal. It means that the connectivity that they rely upon and it is an integral part of their connected life is never going to go away. They're not reliant on the um, internet sharing capabilities of a smartphone. They're not reliant on guest networks on in airports and in airplanes and on cafes and on hotels. They are connected always and they're willing to pay extra bucks for that. So that is basically what sets this thing apart. But it is also, a, an excuse to talk about this laptop again, because I think what is immediately apparent is just how aged this, well, not and not in a good fine wine kind of way, how aged this design has come in the, basically in the age of the new MacBook Pros, which I have right here, and the, particularly in the same price bracket, the new MacBook Air. Now, there is a lot of the things that Samsung and Apple agree on. They agree on industrial aluminum kind of designs. They agree on, well, at least on the regular Galaxy Book Pro and not the Pro 360 about ports in general, such as a standard, bog standard HDMI port. Um, but there's a lot of things they differ on in general, and I'm gonna push this baby aside. By the way, I can still say, after using this for a good long while now, like at least a couple of months, that this is still the best laptop that I've ever used. This is the MacBook Pro 14. I love it, just, you know. Um, but if you're not a Mac, MacBook user in general, you don't wanna use Mac OS, should you get the Samsung Galaxy Book Pro 360? Well, there is some good points about it still. It is incredibly thin, much thinner if you just saw them in profile than the MacBook Pro 15, or, or 14, I should say. Really thin and incredibly light. This is like tablet light. And it is actually a tablet. And because it is a tablet, you are just more impressed that it can be so light and so thin. I mean, that is the good thing about it. Also, this actually packs really interesting specifications for like for a, a thin and light chassis such as this. So you can get up to an i7 1160G7, up to 16 gigs of RAM and up to a five, I think one terabyte NVMe SSD, but this one is equipped with a 512 gigabyte NVMe SSD. The point of the matter is that the internal specifications is actually not something you can see in the thickness of the profile of the chassis. It is just really thin and really light. If, and if that matters to you more than anything else, well, you're really gonna like this, particularly if you enjoy the touch base of a 360 hinge and tablet functionality is going to give you. That also means that there is an S Pen included. There is no silo to store it in. They didn't, like, they put in a 5G SIM card tray, but they didn't give me, like, a garage to store the S Pen. That is a big problem and one that I would see Samsung solve in the next iteration of this design. But the point of the matter is the, the S Pen is included and it is actually excluded in a lot of different like tablets and like touch, uh, touch functionality laptops where it really should be included. So that is good to see at least. Um, inside, we find some more good news and some more bad news. 
I have, uh, actually, after we filmed the quick look of the initial uh, Book Pro 360, I used it for quite a bit. I really like this keyboard. I like this fingerprint scanner. I like the responsiveness of the glass top trackpad. What I didn't grow to love, what I actually learned to detest, was the 16 by 9 inch big chin bar display, as you could probably see. The thing is, this is just a lot of wasted space. This big chin serves no purpose for me, the user, other than basically it's saying Samsung on it, reminding me who built the laptop I bought. No, I want 16 by 10 aspect ratio designs and I want even three by two, such as Huawei is doing and in some cases Microsoft, uh, Microsoft Surface series, where there's just more vertical space for me to have documents, text edit opportunities and content. It's just, this does nothing for me, and with the pricing that Samsung is asking for these book pros, there really should be more attention to detail in this regard. What I will say is even though it's, a th it's only 1080p, it is an AMOLED screen, and these AMOLED panels, I really hope that they basically either just standard OLED panels, which you can find, but also AMOLED panels, which is basically these low-power smartphone um, panels, which we've seen for years in the smartphone world. Well, they're low power, they have great contrasts, high nits peak brightness, and they're just awesome. I would want more of them. Um, we have been able to squeeze around sort of 10 hours of daily use into one of these charges, and that's actually really good. And that's one of the things that I really like about it. So um, it also has uh, Thunderbolt 4, which is awesome. Um, it has a headphone jack, which seemingly is something that like competitors like Dell is going to try to completely get rid of, which is absolutely insane. No headphone jack. That's really odd. But the point of the matter is still this. If you're looking for something which is 360, has pen support, has touch uh, functionality and touch support, and is as thin and light as you can make it, there really isn't a lot of great alternatives to the Book Pro 360. And while 5G doesn't really add anything to me, I mean, Samsung said that it was good for gaming. And to some extent, I perhaps understand the high bandwidth data speeds should make streaming games from, say, Stadia or, or Microsoft xCloud more possible outside the realm of normal Wi-Fi. It's an edge case. And in, and in many cases, the 5G that we receive, for instance, here in Denmark, is not the, uh, it's, I believe it's the sub-6 um, 5G uh, wave bands that we receive here in Denmark and not millimeter wave, which is the really finicky but really high speed waves, which would make that point for Samsung. So it's an edge case for sure having 5G. But again, as far as I could tell, the 5G enabled models aren't that much more expensive than your regular Book Pro 360. So again, I say the same to Samsung as I did the last time. You're really lucky that you made the chassis so lovely because some of the things inside are not as impressive as they should be at this price point. But here we are. It is really thin. It is really light. And I still do kind of like it. Thank you so much for watching. See you on the next one.